You're listening to the Say Chill podcast with Dr. Chip Dodd. Say Chill is a social impact organization that helps people see who they're made to be so they can do what they're made to do. Hey, Chip. Hey, hey Phil. Again. Hey, Phil. Our little place. Yeah. Uh, I want to kind of jump right in. Last time we talked about, we spent the entire time just talking about hope. Yeah. Some stories and some and just how much a part of how we're made, how God has made us, has to do with hope. And so uh, today, kind of, kind of the same thing. Right? You know, last time this this sentence that we can become prisoners of hope rather than being liberated to, to hope. hope. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. we, and so we live in this world. If if uh, you know, it's kind of an old saying that the only thing we can really count on not changing is change. Yes. Transition and change and all that stuff. Yeah. So if you would, just talk a little bit about that, like hope in transition. Yeah, well, it, life is literally a series of transitions in, in so many ways. I mean, every single day is a series of events that occur. Every single day there is a series of changes that occur. I mean, sunset, sundown, sun up. I mean, sunset, sundown, same thing. But sun, sunset, sun up, mm-hmm. rain, no rain anticipation, wishing, hoping, and so on. But it's like life is going to happen on life's terms no matter what our demands or um, even expectations are. So we have to accept how we're made first because that's what we bring into the events and the transitions of life. We bring how we're made Mm -hmm. into the things that are happening outside of us. Make sense? Oh, yeah. So one of the characteristics that we bring to life is hope. And for every transition that occurs, for every event that occurs, we're hoping that something good will happen or we're hoping that something not that bad will happen Mm. or we're hoping that it will go better or go go better than we wish or turn out great or hope disaster doesn't occur. But for every one of those transitions, we're bringing hope to it. If we're not good at facing and accepting hope. And by the way, acceptance is a willingness to press on in spite of inevitable loss. Hmm. You know, we've talked about how acceptance is, you know, it's not okay, but it's okay Mm -hmm. that it's not okay, and that's okay. Well, you know, that people get that intuitively. Well, it's like a more bad poetry or stupid, you know. <laughs> but I mean, courage in the face of inevitable loss is what acceptance is. And every single day is a series of transitions. And how good we are at hoping is how good we are going to be at handling those transitions. People who are prisoners of hope are always trying to control life so that their hope is under control. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't get away from them. But they don't wind up in grief and or more disappointment. But I remember my brother was so good. Uh, I remember one day I called him. He was in the, the big construction world. I'm talking about earth movers, curb and gutter machines, infrastructure. And in the world outdoors, digging holes, construction demands, I'm telling you, a hose bursts hydraulic fluid goes everywhere, a man doesn't show up, somebody gets hurt, you dig a hole, it floods, somebody else is expecting you on Thursday, 
but Thursday's already come and gone and, and didn't just like, do I tell them it's next Thursday? I meant next Thursday, but it's like I can't get to it all. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, accounts receivable, they don't come in on time, and then the, can I pay the payroll? And then, I mean, it just, <laughs> I, I said, Phil, what, what, what happens to you? Every single day you walk into your day, you know something's going to break. I said, how in the world do you uh, do that? He said, Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> but, but I mean, he was playing. Yeah. But he he said it's just he said he just knows that it's part of it. So he's has courage in the face of inevitable loss. Uh, a real great character mm. characteristic of his, um, and one that he would years later need greatly mm -hmm. because the world of construction is an up and down experience you know so yes. it's amazing how often some things we don't recognize to be beautiful parts of our character come from our willingness to hope and we won't see what that beautiful parts of our character are developing because it so often happens that we hope in spite of loss mm -hmm. and we have the courage to keep hoping in spite of loss even though when it seems foolish we don't resign ourselves to be prisoners of hope only though we're careful and scared and insulting to ourselves, we still keep keep hoping. Mm -hmm. That's what I think allows us to to move into transitions, to continue yeah. to have courage in the, in the inevitable face of loss, to have acceptance. Not something we wish to have, but you know, Phil, I think ultimately hope isn't just the capacity to continue on in spite of loss. It's the uh, really and truly the ability to truly believe we're going to win. I think the ability to truly believe we're going to win. Yes. Yes. Beat up for sure. Transitions. Okay. Scarred up for sure. Absolutely. I remember a friend of mine said that, look, you know, so many people, you know, we're getting, you're going to get a fights in your life. I mean, metaphorically or literally. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, everyone who gets in a fight really hopes that they won't get hit. But see, if you're going to fight, you're going to get hit. Mm -hmm. He said, one thing for sure, if you get hit, it almost certainly is going to hurt. <laughs> right. So preparing to win is hoping with the recognition that that hope is going to propel you into living life on life's terms. And we are going to get really hurt. Mm -hmm. That's why this hope requires that we have to be able to deal with fear. Because mm -hmm. when you hope, you're out of control. For sure. Right, and which means that you're you're facing the transitions. People who are prisoners of hope, they're trying to make life fit into their scenario of having life the way they demand it to occur so they won't have to feel the feelings that are required by life, right? Yeah, and in a lot of ways, though, Chip, that people will say, yeah, that's what winning is, life going my way, me ending mm -hmm. up on top, mm -hmm. me not having to deal with these feelings, mm -hmm. me, you know, coming out on top of the deal or whatever. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean, kind of more so, what do you mean like yeah. we win? Yeah, you know what? I think that, uh, that, that the capacity to keep heart in the midst of life's vicissitudes, which I think means uh, ups and downs, really. Vicissitudes, doesn't it? Uh, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's I'm go not, with that. I'm nodding like a bobblehead. Okay, I, I, for sure. Yeah, I believe we'll, we'll oh, go with vicissitudes. Oh, and you're the uh, top speller in all of uh, uh, all Cobb, all County, Cobb County. So, but yeah, it uh, people who hope and are willing to take the risk of hoping 
and are willing to risk the help being known, they're going to have ups and downs. They're going to have grief and losses. They're going to have joys and, and victories and celebrations. Mm -hmm. They're going to learn how to live life on life's terms, and that's the win. Mm -hmm. In fact, you mentioned just a little while ago, uh, well, actually, I, last time we did a podcast, you mentioned something I said to you a long time ago. I said, you're better with one arm tied behind your back than most men I've ever known. Go ahead and untie your other arm and, and go at it, Phil. Mm -hmm. You don't have to hold back because you were holding back, Yeah. you know, the hope because you could wind up having a repeat of your past no or a new future. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, you, just when you said that last week, you reminded me of Teddy Roosevelt's thing about really it's a definition of somebody who wins. Mm. It's not whether or not you have the victory, it's whether or not you show up in the arena. Yeah. And only people who are liberated to hope truly show up in the arena, mm -hmm. not anticipating losing, but they're willing to win by being fully present in life on life's terms. Yeah. Those are the people who we turn to, those are the people we're made to be like, and those are the people who keep heart. And I, I know we're, we're gonna be putting out an ebook that's literally called Keeping Heart, mm -hmm. or Keep Heart, because I was doing a talk somewhere and I said something like one of the conditions, like we're, we're, we're made to keep heart. And somebody asked me like, what do you mean keep heart? And I gave a little simple definition it really means you know to, to stay in it mm -hmm. to, to stay involved in what you care about regardless of what comes but that little question turned into is turning to an 80 page ebook so <laughs> well we'll be wow. putting that out pretty soon but you know that reminds but, me of something um that but but teddy roosevelt did say remember it was that that going into the arena participating mm -hmm. in life instead of spectating people who are prisoners oh, yeah. of hope are always spectating People who are liberated to hope are mm -hmm. involved. Yeah. It reminds me of um, uh, Paul. You know, Paul said, whatever state I'm in, he used the word content. I'm content. Mm -hmm. he, and then he goes on to say, hey, I've been up, I've been down, I've been rich, I've been poor, I've mm -hmm. been popular, I've been hated, I've been everything. Mm -hmm. But I've been present in all of it. Mm -hmm. And in all of that, I can remain, I can stay mm -hmm. present. You know, you, content. you brought something up. Um, you know, there were times <clears throat> after you had the hope of coming here, you transitioned into coming here. And when you got here, we began to talk even more, especially <clears throat> when you and I started really working together, which mm -hmm. is a story in itself. But mm -hmm. I started sharing with you even more the dream of sort of Sage Hill, which is what CPE was already doing, helping people see who they're made to be so they can do what they're made to do. And while on one hand you cautioned me, on the other hand you were scared to go ahead and hope in it, you know, to let yourself, you know, like, okay, let's, let's do this. And so I was talking to you about the dreaming, and you remember how difficult it is to take the risk of hoping because of how much you knew how life worked. Mm -hmm. But people who dream need to think, which you and I were doing a lot. I would say, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. You say, hey, you know, what about thinking and looking mm -hmm. at this? And so I threw the dream into the crucible. And, you know, you, you got mm -hmm. the medicine, they call it the, the uh, pulverizer. Yeah, you know, this pestle. Pe pestle, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pestle and crucible. We just took turns just smashing up the dream. Mm -hmm. um, 
And uh, while you cautioned about it, it wasn't an unwillingness to step into it. That's right. Um, but people who dream do need to think about it while they're hoping. We know there's going to be a lot of transition that occurs and, yeah. you know, the ups and downs, like you mentioned with Paul, and ups and downs, winnings and losings mm -hmm. and stuff. We know that winning is participating. So people who dream, think, and do are the winners. Hmm. Uh, and they are liberated to hope. They're going to get hurt. It doesn't mean it's a repeat of the past when we were prisoners of hope. Sometimes we're going to go back to that place, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. kind of like, you know, what was I thinking? Yes. to believe that I was participating in something bigger and grander than my, mm -hmm. my own control. So people who are prisoners of hope are demanders that life remain like mm -hmm. they can keep contained mm -hmm. so that they don't have to let themselves be in the fear of hoping. And it's an isolation from who we're called and made and created and want to be. And I've mentioned to you you know, about, you, you know, you were a pastor, counselor, truck driver. I mean, you've been so many things, but yeah. I mentioned to you even yesterday that, that it's like, it's amazing that you thought you were giving up pastoring when you and I, you know, got together to oh, step yeah. into this great project. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was saying something to you like, in so many ways, I mean, somebody contacted you from Utah uh, yesterday uh, to ask you uh, something about the Bible study that you and, and Jeff Schulte had written. Mm -hmm. And there was even somebody from a prison in another state that had ordered the Bible study you and Jeff had done, a prisoner, yeah, uh, saying, how can my heart yeah. hope again? And how could redemption occur again? And I'm telling you, Phil, uh, it's amazing, but it's like in some ways, therapist, counselor, are, you're in so many shepherding more than you ever were going to yeah. before, right. all because of your willingness to, to transition, to hope in spite of mm -hmm. a history that said, fools, don't reach for fool's goals. <laughs> for don't sure. you go, boy. Uh -huh. And someday you and I are going to have Batman barbecue when you decide to, like, <laughs> you know, back off. Right. You know, and uh, <laughs> that's ridiculous, isn't it? But. Anyway, so thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you. I, I'm just thinking transition is an easy word to say, and it's even easy to analyze and look at. And sociologists, you know, they've written books like Passages and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But, man, uh, transition, change, it is bumpy and scary and, like, Mm -hmm. <laughs> painful and I can we mentioned last week you know I don't often I have not often associated hope with being so doggone painful yeah and transition is painful and mm -hmm. if I'm a prisoner to hope mm -hmm. it won't be as painful but I will not ever truly transition yeah and, and people who are prisoners of hope they 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 would see themselves as dreaming mm -hmm. but they're dreaming there are two sort of two kinds of dreaming there's fantasizing and imagining mm -hmm. And prisoners of hope fantasize. You know, someday I'm gonna, uh, it's gonna be like, uh, if only I could, they're s tragically stuck. And it's not, a, it's not a judgment call. It's just tragically stuck. Mm -hmm. And fantasy is, is always about putting today's 
experience, feelings, thoughts, wishes, hopes, prayers off till tomorrow, mm -hmm. uh, which makes us despise ourselves a little more mm -hmm. the next day. I've heard you say you that know? fantasy is the making up of a place I can go to get away from these feelings. Yes, it's, it's our escape route uh, versus imagining, mm -hmm. which is uh, a dreaming, and then applying that dream to a willingness to step into it. Mm -hmm. So imagining is picturing how it is I'm going to um, uh, uh, move towards this dream coming true, which is a willingness to be in pain. It's image bearing of creation, uh, of, of image bearing of God. I remember mm -hmm. a good friend of mine in Texas, I kept talking about, I want to move to Murfreesboro, or you know, I want to move back to Tennessee to move to Murfreesboro. And I talked about it, a lot and didn't even realize how much I was just talking about it. And finally he said, you know what? How come you just keep talking about it? Why don't you do something about it? And I'm like, I remember kind of, I got, I was caught unawares because I, I didn't realize I was doing it. And, and it turned out I was, you know, moaning mm -hmm. uh, um, instead of groaning. You know? So was that like fantasizing? Yeah, I was fantasizing. fantasizing. I didn't even realize I was fantasizing because I, I was letting, I was making my day better where I was, where I didn't want to be. Yeah. Just like someday I'm gonna. He said, yeah. "Why don't you do something about it?" And I remember I was real defensive. I said, "Okay, I will." <laughs> and just, and uh, really and truly, it really knocked me off the rock. Hmm. Uh, and it was entered a real prayerful time because it woke me up to taking the risk with my hope. Yeah. Versus using hope as a as a as a drug, because I I know the backstory of that story, mm -hmm. and I know you know for brevity's sake you told the shortcut, but mm -hmm. when that man said that to you, he wasn't doing it like a you know goofball conversation over coffee. He was he no. was seriously confronting you. Yes, he, he was, was saying, Chip, I he hear was. you talk about this. Now, yes. for lack of a better term, get out of fantasy yeah. and let's deal with what are you saying. When you Take say a that? risk of imagining. Yeah. Take a risk of imagining. Mm -hmm. And that led uh, to, and yet he was, he, I mean, he was, he was angry with me. He mm -hmm. was frustrated by my, he could see me being stuck. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, I didn't know it. Is it is someone dared to hope, speak into me. Mm -hmm. And then that turns into a series of growths, transitions, wishing, I mean, amazing stories came out of that sort of casting my bread upon the water. So you came out of that man's office. I remember you telling me that story, this mm -hmm. guy who I very cursory knew of yeah. in, in the Metroplex mm -hmm. there. But you you were in his office. He was calling you, confronting you on you being in fantasy. Mm -hmm. How did you begin imagining? Uh, when After he, he confronted me, I realized that I was terrified mm. to take the risk of, of letting my hope turn into plans. There's that fear again, uh -huh. hoping and fear. Uh -huh. And then it became, instead of, I'm going to go someday, it's how do I actually do this? Mm -hmm. And could God be for this? And can this happen? Do I dare? And then it starts the recognition of calculation of all that could go wrong, which leaves me back to prison. And, and it's, it's worse to almost escape than to simply resign ourselves to this is where we're always going to be. Mm. But it turned into um, um, uh, taking risks, making plans, taking action, and willingness to lose. Mm -hmm. And that was the win. Yeah, and that's something. That's something. That's the truth, mm -hmm. too. 
admitting that my heart could not let go of what I was actually called to do. Uh, for the longest, I thought that uh, even wanting to come back to really was my hometown was sort of a weakness, a psychological weakness, or it was a lack of something, lack of maturity. It turns out it was a call. I mean, we can look backwards now 20, mm -hmm. what, 20, 20 years. 20 years. Uh, 20 years. 96. And the, well, just like I was affirming you about, I mean, so much you're more shepherd, minister, medicine man, medicine giver, than I think you would have been otherwise, though I think you'd be blessed either way. Mm -hmm. But somehow this is special. Mm -hmm. And I think had I not followed that in my heart, which was started with hoping again and then taking action in it. I think I would have been okay. Yeah. But you know, Phil, I think I would have missed something. Do you know? And, and many other people would have too, uh, had you not done it. Well, you know what? Because I would say that to you, I'll, I will accept it from you. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Can I get that pencil in the neck uh -huh. thing you talk about? Because <laughs> it, it's scary to think, you know, you know if you accept it, maybe some good has come, some hopes have been realized. Yeah. It, it, it does set us up now in our new fear that people will think that I think I'm something or successful or, you know. Well, people who hope well and imagine and take action, they're successful. So, I mean, that's just the truth. And here's the funny thing, they're successful like children are who are free to hope before they're often ushered into the prison of hope. This is Stephen James, the Executive Director of Sage Hill Counseling. Thanks for listening to the Sage Hill Podcast with Dr. Chip Dodd. Sometimes in life, we get stuck or blocked or reach an impasse. At times like these, an intensive short-term therapy can help you overcome what's keeping you from the growth and changes you desire. At Sage Hill Counseling, we offer therapeutic intensives to help couples gain new momentum in their recovery process. If you want to find out more, please visit sagehillcounseling.com.